0: Fill Your Cup First is a podcast that bridges a gap between what we know about how important self care is and practicing it in our real lives. Hosted by Amy Hoke and Kimberly Robago, both busy moms and businesswomen with a background in social work. Fill Your Cup First creates a space for women to move self care out of the good idea for everyone else category to the great idea for me category and to do it with guilt-free confidence.
1: Welcome to Fill Your Cup First, the podcast that puts self-care where it belongs, at the top of your priority list. We're your host, Amy Huck. And Kimberly Ribago, and we're so happy you're here with us today.
0: So today we wanted to talk about this thing called work-life balance.
1: Dun, dun, dun. It <laughs>
0: <laughs> doesn't exist.
1: Good question. I don't
0: know about that. I don't know if it does. Um, but we wanted to talk a little bit about it because it is something that people struggle with every single day and so we wanted to start off with some of the culprits i think of what impact our pursuit of this balance in our life yeah so what is what do you think kim
1: well i was uh really amazed that this had started the whole concept of work-life balance uh, was first used in the united states and the united kingdom um, in the late 1970s and the 1980s. And, um, when I think about it, I'm I'm aging myself, but I am a child of the seventies and the eighties. And I, I think that's really when I remember, you know, the whole concept of a latchkey kid, right? You know, parents, both parents are working and you would come home after school by yourself. Um, so yeah, looking at some of the culprits, um, that really, I, believe started this whole would you call it I don't know if you would call it a movement was um, there's a couple of them and one of course is gender you know female the female and the male gender Um, what's the social norms with gender and the male would typically go to work and be the breadwinner and then the women would stay home but that shifted you know, in the 70s and the 80s, women were starting to go to work and, you know, wanting to have some type of career.
0: Right, right. And kind of that whole thought of trying to do it all. Yep. Right? Yeah. Coming home and still having to, um, how about that commercial? I bring home the bacon, <laughs> I fry it up in a pan. <laughs> right? So
1: you're, yes.
0: you to, you're now working and um, you want a career and you're still coming home to um you know all of your family and home and um all those sort of duties that you have too. So mm-hmm. I think you're right that's probably when what they're referring to as far as back in the 70s and 80s and what was starting then.
1: Mhm. Mhm. And and also um time spent now more so in the age of technology Time spent um, at work there's longer time spending at work there's longer commute times if you work you know from the suburbs into the city and with um, technology we are we have access to our work really twenty four seven if we if we need to or if we if we uh, choose to right yeah so like some
0: things about technology are helpful, but then it also gives us that access. So it's kind of putting those boundaries in in place of when to, you know, have some time away from it as well.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, what's also impacts it or or a culprit of it is family characteristics. A lot of um, dual-income parents and families, but also there's a lot of single- Uh, families as well, where one parent is really the, the bread and the butter, bringing everything in.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, also having children or not just having children is another culprit of, um, really kind of impacting that balance that you seek, um, versus not having children. And um, higher education is another one. And I think that I I thought about it as far as those longer times at work too. So higher education seems to be a culprit with impacting the balance that we seek. So if you have higher education, you have a harder time with the balance is what the research is saying.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: And I I think it's probably because you're... Um, pursuing a career, a passion, um, whatever it is that you went to school for and studied. So you're very committed to it and you're working more hours, you're enjoying it. um, And therefore it's harder to create some balance in your life.
1: I agree. I agree with that, with the higher education. A lot of people also feel that, you know, they have a, a huge student loan payment to pay. So they want to make sure that they're able to to pay for the education that they have. Right. Mhm. Yeah, absolutely. Mhm.
0: So, I think that you know there's the whole concept of work-life balance. It's this kind of term out there that we talk about a lot. People are achieving or trying to achieve on a daily basis. And to me it feels um like pressure or Uh also thinking about it in terms of having to achieve this balance can feel exhausting to me. So I think it's important to reframe the way that we think about it. um, And then that'll, you know, we'll feel a little bit better or different about it. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I actually um, have had to do that with taking the word balance out of my life, (laughs) because, and, and and changing it to harmony, um, because I just, when I think about balance, I think about a scale, and that it's equal parts, and there's just no way that where I am in my stage of our lives as a family, our life as a family, and, and my life in, as a social worker that I can balance at. Um, so I've had to really shift my perspective and not think about it as it always is going to be equal and, and that's hard sometimes because, um, it's especially hard when you're at work and, um, your kids call a couple of times to say, you know, what's for dinner? Where are you? When are you come at home, it, it, for me, sometimes it does throw me off my, you know, concentration
0: uh-huh. of
1: what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, I think like you mentioned those two halves of the pie being, you know, instead of thinking them as separate, thinking of more harmony um, and things more fluid, you know, that they're not just two separate halves and when one interrupts or impacts the other, it can lead to frustration if you're thinking about it that way like two halves of a pie Mm -hmm. Um, and when say if you're blocking them out like personal is one half and work is another half and work impacts personal or personal impacts work with that type of thinking we end up feeling frustrated and um, maybe even defeated that we weren't able to keep them separate and the thing is they are fluid you know Mm -hmm. we're we're bringing more of ourselves to work these days than what we did in the past. They were always kept very separate. You left everything at the door. Um, but if you change your expectations, I think that you're having less frustration and you're just, um, you know thinking about what you're doing at the moment um, and having some peace with it, and you know that they do impact one another. From time to time
1: they do they do and and I liked your point about not being so hard on yourself if they happen to happen you know in the midst of your day and and um, I feel very lucky because I can take a few minutes and answer the call you know or answer the text from my kids um, and vice versa if I'm at work and I get uh, a text from work or if I'm at home and I get a text from work, I can answer it or I can send a quick email um and not feel and feel like that's okay for me to do that one or two, you know, task. Um right. but but what would you say for people who don't have that um benefit, Amy, that they can't take that time?
0: Yeah, I think you know, there are um whether you're I guess it would mainly be working for an organization, not so much for yourself. Um, you would have more flexibility there. But if you're working for an organization that doesn't, either because of the nature of the job, you can't you know, be interrupted by your phone or your family, or um, it, that could be one. Or maybe it's just stricter and you don't have that flexibility. I think getting to know like your time off policy and using that and saying um, to your leadership, I have some calls I have to make. So I'm going to take an hour and do that. So it doesn't mean you have to take, you know, the whole day off, but maybe you use an hour of that Mm -hmm. and get those calls done Mm -hmm. and then I think at the same time on the other end, when say somebody doesn't have that flexibility and work is impacting their life and there's um, maybe an extra project they were given I think negotiating and saying you know I'd love to be a part of this project but it will impact this other thing I'm working on so which one would you like me to focus on yes now yes because you can't do it all
1: you know right Right. Even if you wanted to try to do it all, you can't do it all. Right. Fully, right. you know, at 100%. But I do like those two suggestions. Um, it. I think that we are moving, hopefully, into um, a better space with caregiving. It's not only for children, but it's also for aging parents. People have real tough choices to make, you know, with aging parents and how to um, – take care of their own families and also take care of their, their extended family. So that's some really great ideas.
0: Mm -hmm. So I thought about some of the things that helped me and, um, you know, I changed my thinking about this pie of equal halves. And I think the one thing um, we could, you know, kind of share the different experiences that we've both had, but one thing is, whatever we're working on or whatever area of our whole life being enjoying it is key for me and being present in it I'm trying to work on that as much as possible um and I think thinking about what are my goals and that really dictates um the balance I'll have and I'll say the you know, like you mentioned, not beating myself up. That's one that you, and embracing imperfection, um, is a definite and really thinking about this balance differently. One day you may be doing a lot in your, you know, working on something that means a lot to you at work and that's taking up a lot of time. So maybe your fitness time or your family time or hobby time, is less that day, and being okay with that, and not seeing it so separate,
1: um, right? Because you bring your whole self, bringing your right. whole self to the situation that is in your life. That is your, um, that is your goal is to experience it fully.
0: Right. Absolutely. Yep. And we aren't leaving our personal life at the door anymore. In the work world, it's a different work world now where even organizations are embracing everyone's whole self or Mm -hmm. um and we're we this could be a whole other podcast but millennials too are really looking at um balance and mental Mm -hmm. health and they're choosing careers because of that or not because of that Mm -hmm. so it is changing that you know there's more of a fluidity, not so much of a separateness anymore, and not to mistake that with, um, you know, sharing all of your personal life at work. You know, it's not that right. where it's that fluid; it's just that you're bringing your whole self, like you said,
1: right, right. Um, so, the, you know, sometimes when I walk when I walk into work and when I come um, home, I I always strive to be my best even if I'm not feeling 110%, just, you know, um, feel like it's my heart is all in it some days, just because of exhaustion, or just because of, you know, maybe had a rough morning or a rough night. But I do try to bring my best self in every situation and just realize that that is where I am. And that's what I'm striving to do.
0: Hmm, I like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: you know, Whatever part of your life you're in, you're bringing your best self. I like that
1: Mm-hmm. and and believe me it's it's there's days I get it it's not easy, but it's just really it's it's really what you had said about being present for the situation and being present for your life
0: right yeah um if, if we i think if you focus on that and instead of um getting frustrated, the lack of balance. Um, and, and like, we always talk about, you know, forgive yourself if you did overcommit to something and now too much, you're working too many hours, you know, like it can change day to day and we're not, we're all working at this and self-care is a big part of this. Right. Um, Making sure you're taking care of yourself so you can enjoy, be present, and bring your best self to all areas of your life.
1: Right. Right. And I'm going to um, take a leave from Amy um, because I've said January, February, and March of the new year, I am not going to overcommit there myself. Go. I'm going to say no to a lot of things yes. and say yes to the things that matter. Yes. Um, One of the things that um, I had seen that I thought was really pretty genius, actually, when you are in a high productivity time, whether it's doing something at at work or doing something at home, put your phone on airplane mode so that you aren't constantly getting barraged with text and notifications, but you can have, uh, I think... Kristen Smith Myers calls it like a power hour. She uses it for um doing a task that she doesn't really want to do, but even if there's I've kind of switched it to two to do it for a task that I really have to get done, I'll have a power hour, but I will have my phone on airplane mode and get just get it done
0: Yes, that helps like you just you it helps you have that thought of like powering through something and you're just going to tackle it and yeah. it might not like you said it might not be something that you really like to do and just um letting everybody know who Kristen Smith Myers is she was on our episode eight about the power of positivity so if you don't know her you can um, check out episode eight but um she talks a lot about productivity and time management and a lot of her tips are so helpful
1: they are mm-hmm. yeah,
0: I like that turning the phone on airplane mode yeah. Um, and, and I think, um, even at work compartmentalizing some things like for this hour, I'm working on this. So when the phone does ring, just cause you're there, not picking it up, you mm-hmm. know, because you've set this time to work on whatever, a certain project. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the things that you had mentioned is about your goals is, um, that, Um, focus on the activities that you really specialize on or in um, and that you value most and that there see if there's an um, I'm going to say a partial solution (laughs) another one of our podcasts if there's a a partial solution to maybe something that you can delegate out or you can outsource to somebody else um, I think that's helpful too
0: Mm -hmm. absolutely And I think the two, and we brought these up um, a lot during this, our discussion today, but the two things that helped me the most, I should say three, the embracing of imperfection and letting go of these two halves of a whole and balance, Um, boundaries, like you said, saying no, I just recently for about 3 months um really focused on that and it has worked tremendously so using a lot of boundaries um and then productivity i've been trying to focus on as well so you know getting a lot done in 3 hours versus same amount done in 5 um you're freeing up more time for yourself by doing that and it feels very regimented in the in the moment like we talked about the power hour but it is it's life-changing to do that Mm -hmm. so that's that's been helpful to me
1: well I really did I mean I was impressed with you doing that three months and um just being committed to it to taking that that time to say yeah that was really a shift, for
0: sure. Because you want to help, you want to do other things, but once you start um, practicing it and and feeling more comfortable with saying no, um, it it feels fine. It's not a you don't feel bad about it anymore. People mm-hmm. people understand and they start to know your new boundaries. Yep. So.
1: Yep. Yep. Well, good. I think that's great.
0: Yeah, this has been great. I hope that everyone finds it helpful. We would love to hear how you um, tackle this thing called work-life balance, (laughs) if it exists, and things that have been helpful to you.
1: Yes, please share. Well, thanks for joining us again for an episode of Fill Your Cup First. We really love spending time with you. We'll look forward to seeing you next time. Until, re- until then, remember to fill your cup first because you deserve it. appreciate you listening. Please rate, review, and share Fill Your Cup First podcast with a friend. Also, remember, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Fill Your Cup First podcast. We appreciate you listening.